This is the International Soccer Preview and we are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to Series 17. We're looking at the squads of the 2023 Gold Cup. This is the full-length version for Costa Rica's players. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and this is Series 17 on the players of the 2023 Gold Cup. So this episode covers Costa Rica's players. And just a couple of notes before we begin. Uh, this media cast is kind of uh, two, uh, two parts uh, put into one. So the first part being recorded in May is an overview of the candidates for the squads and our guess as to their likelihood of making it uh, to the Gold Cup in 2023. The second part uh, will be recorded in June when the final rosters uh, come out and this will let you know who among the candidates that we've uh, talked about actually did make the team. So we did those in two separate parts, uh, uh, two separate shows for the World Cup and um, previous series that we've done for players. We did uh, players uh CONCACAF players also during the final round of World Cup qualification and in those ones we gave quite a bit of biographical information and so if you want that extra detail for Costa Rica's players we recommend going back to the uh, World Cup player media cast that's probably the better one because it's more recent and uh, uh for this one we'll just be giving uh, key information rather than kind of going through their history uh, as we did before. We'll kind of uh, brief over that history here to give an impression of it. Okay, so we're going to organize this by position. And uh, as always, we'll say that we realize that's not always as accurate uh, because players do change positions. Uh, there's always a few surprises and we will cover them as best as we can in the second half, uh, I guess the second third of the uh, media cast in June when we know the selections. Okay, well, let's begin by looking at the games that uh, Costa Rica has played uh, recently. And we're going to begin uh, from the World Cup. We know the, the World Cup was uh, definitely their A team. And so we'll take things from there. In terms of formation, uh, the first game was a 7 nothing loss to Spain. Uh, they went with a 4-4-2 formation there. And in the second game against Japan, they changed to a 3-4-2-1 formation. Uh, so um, uh, they won that game, won nothing. And in the third game, they went with a 5-4-1 formation. Maybe they should have used that extremely defensive formation uh, against Spain in the first game. Uh, however, they did score two goals in that game. So... Um, as defensive as it looks, they did manage to kind of break out and uh, score a couple of goals. So it seems they like that formation because they went with it twice in the only games that they've played since the uh, since the World Cups. So that's the CONCACAF Nations League games in March, finishing off the uh, group stage of that with a game against Martinique, which they won 2-1 uh, using a 5-1 for. 5-4-1 formation, which is uh, surprisingly defensive uh, against Martinique, uh, kind of a weaker team, uh, really. And then uh, in the next game against Panama uh, at home, uh, they went with the 5-1 formation there, and it ended in a one nothing loss. Uh, 
so make of it what you will uh but so uh recently the the manager favoring a more defensive formation uh speaking of the manager as we move on to the candidates uh manager uh, luis fernando uh, suarez is still in charge of the team and has been since uh, 2021 and uh, yeah again we won't do the deep history but he, he uh, did manage honduras and ecuador uh, in the past as well um and the first tournament he did uh, was manager was the 2021 gold cup for them and of course the 2022 uh, world cup so uh, he stays on so i guess we would consider him a definite candidate although I think they did replace him uh, pretty shortly before the World Cup there, so there's always a chance of that. Uh, but let's move on to goalkeepers. So we don't have any definite candidates. Uh, you may expect Kaylor Navas here, but uh, I have a bit of a surprise for you if you do. Uh, we will get to him, but we'll go with the likely candidates. And the first one is Patrick Sequeira. Uh, so Patrick Sequeira has been with Costa Rica since 2018. Uh, just two caps there for the 24-year-old and um, currently playing in Lugo in Spain. And uh, he was on the roster for the 2021 Gold Cup and the 2022 World Cup, uh, but uh, was on the bench for both of those tournaments. And uh, since then, he didn't start either of the two uh, CONCACAF Nations League games, but he was on the bench for both of those two. So we're expecting that he'll be on the bench here and consider him a likely candidate. Um, maybe a bit more of a surprise is likely candidate Kevin Chamorro. So Kevin Chamorro is new to the team. Uh, he got his first cap in 2023 and surprisingly played both of those games uh, as a starter uh, in March, those CONCACAF Nations League games. So that's why we have him as a likely candidate. So those are his only two caps. And he is 23 years old and plays for Saprissa, uh, uh, probably the biggest club in Costa Rica there. So he hasn't uh, been involved in any tournaments again. Um, uh, he was, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, he was around in 2019. He was called up to a training camp in uh, February of that year, uh, but really hasn't been around. Came back after the four-year absence to play those two CONCACAF Nations League games. All right, uh, moving on, we have a possible candidate in Esteban Alvarado. So he's a real veteran with the team, as many of the Costa Ricans are, uh, 34 years old and has been with Costa Rica since 2010 and has 25 caps uh, for the team. He also plays for Costa Rica, uh, sorry, for Saprissa. That's his second uh, his second go around with them, he joined in 2023 and was with uh, Herediano, another big club in Costa Rica prior to that. Uh, okay, so he's uh, kind of been in and around. He was uh, on the squad for the 2015 Gold Cup, but uh, not often selected for squads between then and the uh, 2021 Gold Cup where he returned as the backup keeper. Um, and he was uh, on the squad for the World Cup 2022 uh, squad and uh, also saw no action in that 
uh, there. And that was his last appearance for the team. He wasn't called up even as a substitute for either of those CONCACAF Nations League games. And consequently, we have Esteban Alvarado as just a possible candidate here. Uh, also possible is Alexandra Lescano. Alexandra Lescano uh, doesn't have any caps for the national team. And uh, he is 21 years old and plays for Herediano in Costa Rica. And uh, he appeared on the bench in November 2022. I think that was his first appearance. Uh, that, uh, that's where he caught my attention. Um, and he appeared on the bench in both games for the CONCACAF Nations League games in March. So we have him as a possible candidate, Alexandra Lescano. Uh, seemingly off the team is uh, Aaron Cruz. Um, okay, I should actually deal with him later because I'm going to deal with a couple of big names uh, here. And so we'll get to Aaron Cruz at the end. But Kaylor Navas, who uh, many would expect to be uh, a definite candidate here, but we have him as possible and un uh, possible but unlikely. And uh, the reason for that is that he never plays uh, in the Gold Cup. The last Gold Cup he played was in 2011. And so he has missed, let me see, one, two, three, four, five Gold Cups. Um, you know, it's often listed as injured, but uh, a couple of times actually they probably say what's honest in that he's resting. So uh, he will probably rest for this, having played the World Cup uh, just last December um, and had a busy season uh, loaned to Nottingham Forest from Paris Saint-Germain, who he has been with since 2019, Real Madrid before that. So a really big name for Costa Rica. He's been with them since 2008 and is uh, 36 years old, but still going fairly strong and has 110 caps for them. Uh, and as I mentioned, he doesn't play in gold cups, but when uh, he is available. Uh, when the World Cup comes around, he is the starting keeper and has been since 2014. So starting keeper in the World Cup, and that was the last time he appeared. So uh, maybe it's a bit of a bold prediction on my part, but uh, the fact that he doesn't uh, participate in Gold Cups makes him uh, a possible but unlikely candidate here. Also possible but unlikely is veteran Lionel Moreira who has spent um, a lot of his career behind Kaylor Navas. Uh, he's been with Costa Rica since 2011 and is uh, 33 years old, uh, but just 24 caps. So, I mean, that's okay, but he didn't get on the field uh, that much. And he plays for the, uh, uh, the one big club in Costa Rica that I haven't mentioned, which is uh, Alajulense. Um, so playing locally in Costa Rica. And he's been uh, uh, in most of the tournaments since the Gold Cup in 2011, uh, but always on the bench. He missed the 2014 World Cup and 2015 Gold Cup. Um, but he was a starter in the uh, 2019 uh, Gold Cup and 2021 Gold Cup. However, he was not selected for the uh, World Cup uh, which was a bit of a surprise, but perhaps his age uh, generally a problem on Costa Rica, a lot of their bigger names aging out, and uh, actually last appeared for Costa Rica in June of 2022. So 
uh, we have him as a possible but unlikely. So two of the biggest uh, Costa Rican goalkeeper names in the possible but unlikely category. And then we have one more, Aaron Cruz, who is on the uh, seemingly off the squad. So he last appeared for the team in September uh, 2022. He actually has never uh, stepped onto the field for Costa Rica, but has been around since the uh, uh, around from 2017, where he didn't make the final cut for that Gold Cup squad, and he has never been selected for any squad, so we don't expect him to be selected here either. Okay, that's goalkeepers, and we move on to defenders, and we start with uh, central defenders, and uh, we have an, a few uh, real veterans here who are still going with the squad, so Francisco Calvo, uh is the first one we'll talk about and uh francisco calvo has been with costa rica since 2011 and he is 30 years old and has 79 caps and eight goals and uh, he plays for konyaspor in turkey he moved there in 2022 uh having been with a couple of uh, several american teams prior to that and his first tournament was the 2011 Copa America, and he has been a part of every squad since then. Uh, 2021 Gold Cup, he started all four games, and in the World Cup in uh, 2022, he started uh, games one and two, but he was suspended on yellow cards for game three. He also started both of their games for the CONCACAF Nations League, and that's why we have Francisco Calvo as a definite candidate uh, for this world, for this Gold Cup squad, uh, also a definite candidate is Kendall Waston. So uh, Kendall Waston, also a veteran, he's been with the team since 2013 and has 68 caps and nine goals. Uh, but he is also uh, getting up there in age, and he is 35 years old. So. Um, uh, I was kind of tempted just on the basis of age to move him down to the likely category, but he did start both of their CONCACAF Nations League games in March, so uh, it seems to be going. In fact, sometimes he's been named as captain. Uh, uh, he might have been named as captain um, uh, during those Nations League games, which if you've heard me talk about Costa Rica before, uh, you would know that I would be surprised by that. Uh, just because um, uh, he's a, a pretty volatile character on the field, very uh, liable to get a yellow card or a red card. But anyway, um, since uh, 2013, 68 caps and nine goals. And uh, he also uh, was in America uh, until he moved back to Costa Rica to play for Saprissa for the second time in 2021. So again, also part of uh, many squads, uh, since 2013 Gold Cup. He missed a couple of tournaments, but in the 2021 Gold Cup, uh, he started game one, but actually lost his starting position there. Uh, and in the 2022 World Cup, subbed in to game one at halftime and gained a starting position. So there we have it. But a definite candidate uh, in Kendall Waston uh, because he was there for those March games this year. Uh, we have a, a likely candidate in veteran Oscar Duarte. So Oscar Duarte has been with the uh, team since 2010. And um, uh, he is 34 years old. But 
Oh, I'm seeing actually he is uh, injured, which I didn't pick up in my preparation for this, but I'll go through the biography and uh, mention that at the end, try to do a little research on it while I'm giving the bio on him. Um, okay, so he has been with the team since 2010, 75 caps and uh uh, four goals for the 34-year-old, and he plays for Al Weda in Saudi Arabia since 2022. He was with Levante and other clubs in Spain uh, prior to that. And uh, he was actually born in Nicaragua, um, and his first tournament was the 2011 Gold Cup. And he played pretty consistently uh, in Gold Cups, actually missed the 2015 and 17 uh, Gold Cup. We played a lot of tournaments uh, in between that. In between that actually was the Copa America Centenario in 2016, which he was called up for. And since the 2018 World Cup, he's been called up consistently. Most recently in the Gold Cup in 2021, he was on the bench for games one and two, but gained a starting position for the next two games. And then he was a starter in the 2023 uh 2023 uh, World Cup. Um, sorry, 2022 World Cup. And he uh, started one of their two games in uh, March, uh, the CONCACAF Nations League games, but he wasn't selected for the other. And uh, perhaps this shoulder injury uh, is the reason for it, but he doesn't uh, actually seem to, he seems to have overcome that uh so anyway uh listed as injured with a shoulder injury but uh that was uh, um he he did play out the season i see uh all the way up till the end of uh, may um so unless he you know has injured his shoulder in the time between the end of the season and now i don't see where he would but anyway we'll put a little asterisk beside that uh maybe I'll put him in the injured category with a question mark and we'll see if anything comes of it in the second part of the podcast where uh, we see who's been named to the final squad. Okay, uh, uh, so Oscar Duarte, a likely candidate and another likely candidate. They have lots of central defenders uh, to Costa Rica. Uh, Juan Pablo Vargas. So um, not as experienced as some of the others we've talked about here, but he uh, has been with the team since 2017. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, has 14 caps and two goals and is 28 years old. So he plays for, for uh, Millenarios in Colombia. Um, that's his, uh, and he was with in Costa Rica basically before that. He was loaned to them and then sold to them. So his first tournament was the Gold Cup in 2017. And um, he wasn't selected for the World Cup in 2018, but, um, or actually for the Gold Cup in 2021, but he was selected for the World Cup in 2022. He uh, uh, appeared in just one game there against Germany, which he started and finished. Uh, he also started one of their two games, the CONCACAF Nations League games in March this year, 2023, and he was on the bench for the other. So we consider Juan Pablo Vargas a likely candidate uh, to make the squad this time. And finally, the last candidate is um, 
Gerald Taylor, so he's a new name to me. He's a new name on the squad. He earned his first cap in 2023, uh, where he came in as a sub in one of those CONCACAF Nations League games, and he was on the bench for the other. So Gerald Taylor uh, has just one cap and one goal in 2023, and um, he is 22 years old and plays for Saprissa in Costa Rica. Okay, that's the central defenders, and we move on to the left-back position, and we start with another veteran, uh, Brian Oviedo. I am going to put him as a likely candidate. Um, we moved him kind of down a rung, A, because of his age, and B, because he was injured uh, for the March games, the CONCACAF 2023 uh, March games, and... Um, the Nations League games, I should say. He is recovered now, but the fact that he wasn't there left us wondering, uh, you know, whether he was on the team because uh, at 33, he, he probably doesn't have too many years left in him. So um, Brian Ovedo plays for Real Salt Lake in the USA and was with uh, Copenhagen in Denmark before that. His first uh, tournament was the 2011 uh, Gold Cup, but he missed a couple of tournaments in there, including the... Uh, 24, 2014 World Cup where he was injured. Uh, recently, he was a starter in the 20, uh, sorry, no, in the 2019 Gold Cup is what I was looking at. He was injured for the 2021 Gold Cup, uh, but was a starter in the 2022 World Cup. As I say, he was injured for the March game, so we're not dead sure of his status, but that he was a starter in the 2022 World Cup uh, suggests to us he's he's still um, kind of important to the squad. Uh, so um, 79 caps and two goals. I don't know if I mentioned that. Uh, anyway, Brian Oviedo, a likely candidate. And we move on to a possible candidate in Ronald Matarita. So Ronald Matarita has been with Costa Rica since 2015 and has four, uh, 54 caps and three goals. And he is uh, 28 years old. And he actually recently moved to Dnipro in the Ukraine uh, just this year in 2023. He was with uh, American clubs um, before that. And his first tournament was that Copa Centenario uh, Copa America Centenario in 2016. But actually, he wasn't selected for quite a few tournaments around there. For the 2018 uh, World Cup, he was selected, but then uh, replaced before the Cup due to injury. And in the 2021 Gold Cup, he was a starter. But in the 2022 World Cup, he was a substitute. So Ronald uh, Matarita, um yeah, kind of getting uh, his foot into the squad has been a bit of a struggle. And he last appeared in the 2022 World Cup, so not a part of those March games, uh, those CONCACAF games in March. So that is why we have him just as a possible candidate, uh, even though he was selected for the World Cup. Also a possible candidate is uh, Ian Lawrence, so Ian Lawrence uh, joined the team or got his first cap in 2022, uh, and he now has three caps and no goals, and he is 22 years old, sorry, 21 years old, and he plays for uh, Alajuelense in Costa Rica. 
And he actually returned from a nine-month absence. So uh, the period during the World Cup, uh, he was not there. Uh, but he reappeared in March on the bench for the last uh, CONCACAF Nations League game there against Panama. And uh, that forces us to kind of uh, consider him as maybe coming back into the picture. So, uh, yeah, three left-backs there, Brian Oviedo, Ronald Matarita, and Ian Lawrence um, to choose from there. Among right-backs, we have uh, a likely candidate in Keisha Fuller. So Keisha Fuller uh, has been with Costa Rica just since 2019, but has 36 caps and three goals. So um, uh, one of the uh, younger players on Costa Rica, because they're struggling with a lot of veterans, but uh, he's 28 years old, so not all that young. And he plays in Costa Rica also for Herediano. Uh, and his first tournament was the 2019 Gold Cup. And in 2021 Gold Cup and in the World Cup in 2022, he was a starter in both games. However, he didn't start either of the games in the in March CONCACAF Nations League games, but he was subbed in for both. So uh, he is in and around and a likely candidate. He scored uh, against Germany in the uh, World Cup there. Uh, and we also have just one more candidate at the possible level, Carlos Martinez. So Carlos Martinez is fairly new to the team since 2022, uh, but in that time he's got 10 caps, so uh, kind of quickly working his way into the team. And he's 24 years old and plays for San Carlos in Costa Rica. Uh, and he was selected for the World Cup in 2022 and actually was a starter in game one but he was subbed out at halftime and then lost his starting position uh, didn't appear in the rest of the tournament however he did uh, start one of their two games in march the CONCACAF nations league game although he wasn't selected for uh, one of those games too so all of that to us adds up through to a portable but given that there are just two right backs uh, you know, unless there are other players coded in different positions, uh, that make him might make him uh, a bit more than a possible candidate, uh, all in all. Okay, we move on to defensive midfielders, and we've talked about uh, in previous uh, media casts about uh, Costa Rica needing to uh, refresh their squad. Uh, but here we have uh, three players at the possible level who at least uh, one of them I thought was going to kind of become important on the squad as some of the veterans retire. Uh, but he only is at the possible level here. And that Daniel Chacon. So Daniel Chacon has been with the team since 2022 and he has nine caps. Um, uh, nine caps, just uh, give me a moment here. Uh, yes, and uh, they're actually uh, coding him as a center back on some sources, and I have seen him play uh, both positions, but I'm sticking with the uh, defensive midfielder until I get more evidence here. And uh, Daniel Chacon was selected for the World Cup in 2022, but he was 
uh, only uh, used in one game, subbing in in injury time. So really didn't make much of an appearance there. And he didn't start either of their two games in March, the CONCACAF Nations League games. Uh, he was on the bench for one of those and not selected for uh, one other. So not making inroads as much as I was expecting. And just a possible candidate here is Daniel Chacon. Uh, next one is Doug, uh, Douglas Lopez. So Douglas Lopez, also new to the team since 2022, and uh, he has three caps. Uh, three caps and no goals, and uh, um, he is 24 years old, and he plays in Costa Rica. Uh, I think I forgot to mention Daniel, Daniel Chacon um, plays for Colorado Rapids, uh, but their B team in the USA, perhaps that uh, offers a bit of an explanation as to why he's not uh, making inroads as much. Just the Colorado Rapids B team for Daniel Chacon. But uh, Herodiano for Douglas Lopez. Douglas Lopez was also uh, selected for the World Cup 2022 squad, but he didn't see any action. He was on the bench for that. And he also didn't uh, wasn't called up for the games in March. So uh, we have him as a possible candidate here. He was on the World Cup squad, but uh, doesn't seem to be being used very much. And finally, we have Houston Salas, um, also fairly new to the squad since 2021. And he has uh, six caps and is 26 years old. So a bit of a late starter there with uh, the national team. And he plays for Saprissa in Costa Rica. His first tournament was the 2022 World Cup. So like the other two, uh, he was selected for the World Cup. And he got a bit more time on the field. He was subbed into uh, uh, two games and actually subbed in at halftime against Germany. So he got a... Um, uh, a half of a game in there. Uh, but uh, like the others, he was not a starter in their March uh, CONCACAF Nation League games. He was uh, called up, but he was on the bench for both games there. So a bit hard to see uh, these young players um, making inroads into the team. I thought they would make bigger inroads, as did I with the next candidate, uh, Orlando Gallo, who is at the uh, possible but unlikely level. Uh, but the reason for that, um, part of the reason for that was that he was under a doping ban. Oh, sorry, I should give the bio information on Orlando Gallo. Uh, he's been on the team since 2021, and he has 10 caps uh for the team and he is 22 years old and uh, it might be that he makes bigger inroads into the team but uh, i was a bit surprised that he wasn't called up for the march games because the doping ban that he was under from late october um uh, seemed to be over actually i see now that it, it was went until march 23rd so i'm just going to check the date uh, on those games. Uh, yeah, March 25th uh, for the Martinique game and March 28th for the other. So maybe it was just too soon after. I wonder if I should move him up because uh, I do think actually he is um, uh, a more likely candidate than what we have him here as uh, possible but unlikely. Um, maybe I'll just make a note. Uh, 
and I will maybe move up. I'll consider that in the meantime. And uh, during the June podcast, we'll see um, how he does. Okay, so that is... Um, uh, oh, that uh, actually, that should be um, defensive midfielders. I've got it all wrong on the... Uh, on the graphic that I'm using for the YouTube watchers here. Okay, got it back straight now, and we move on to central midfielders. So uh, there we have a definite candidate in yet another of their veterans, uh, but not as a veteran as some, Yeltsin Tejada. So Yeltsin Tejada we have as a definite candidate. And yeah, he's a veteran in terms of uh, how long he's been on the team. Uh, since 2011, and his caps, 78 caps, and uh, one goal. And he plays for Herediano uh, Her in Costa Rica. But actually, uh, uh, well, he's 31 years old, so not as old as some of the veterans that we will be talking about. Uh, and his first tournament was the Gold Cup in 2013. So he's been on most of the uh, squads um since that time uh, missed the 2015 gold cup and also the 2021 gold cup where he was selected for the final squad but was injured uh, and replaced however he was back in action for the world cup in 2022 and he started all three games there and he also started both of their games in march the nations league game so we have him as a definite candidate there uh, next, we have one of the newcomers. Uh, we've been talking a lot in previous podcasts about their need to uh, kind of refresh the squad. And uh, my own feeling is that that isn't going that well. They need more candidates like this one, uh, Fabrizio Ra Ramirez. Uh, Fabrizio Ramirez uh, is new to the squad since 2023 with two caps. And those two caps were earned in those CONCACAF Nations League games in March. Uh, he's not as young as all that, though. Um, he is 26 years old, and uh, he plays for Guadeloupe in Costa Rica. Uh, actually, not one of the bigger clubs in Costa Rica. Uh, well, uh, one of the bigger clubs, but not one of the biggest. Uh, Fabrizio Ramirez, a likely candidate. Uh, now we move on to Celso uh, Borges, uh, and we only have him as a possible candidate here, uh, as important as he's been to the team over the last, uh, over the years, well, captain of the team. Uh, he's been with Costa Rica since 2008 and has a stunning 158 caps, 158 and 27 goals. And... Um, However, Celso Borges is uh, 35 years old now, so uh, I wonder if if he is going to uh, retire before the Cup here. So, um, of course, being an important part of the team, uh, a starter in the uh, 20, uh, 2021 Gold Cup and then the 2022 World Cup and then many cups before that. However, uh, not not brought up for the March games, uh, the March Nations League games, which makes me wonder if he is moving into uh, retirement here. Uh, we'll have to see when the final squad is published. So last appeared in the Gold Cup and 35-year-old Celso Borges 
just as a possible candidate, uh, largely because of his age uh, is, where, is why we have him there. Also possible is uh, the much newer Rowan Wilson. So Rowan Wilson has been with Costa Rica since 2022 and has um, five caps and no goals, and he's just 21 years old. And he plays for Gil Vicente in Portugal uh, since 2023. So a recent move to uh, not one of the biggest clubs in Portugal, but um, a mid-sized club in Portugal, moving from Costa Rica uh, in just this year, 2023. So he uh, was called up for the World Cup squad, and he uh, just came in very briefly against Germany in injury time. And he wasn't a starter in the CONCACAF Nations League games in March, but he was uh, called up for those and actually subbed into one of those games. So we have Rowan Wilson as a possible candidate. All right, let's move on to left midfielders. And we begin with, uh, um, at the possible level, with two players. The first is, let me make sure I'm putting it in the right place here, left midfielder uh, Gerson Torres. So Gerson Torres has been with the team since 2017, and he has uh, 14 caps and one goal, and uh, he is 25 years old, and he plays in Costa Rica also for Herediano. And uh, he's been around actually, uh, well, since 2017, but couldn't find his way onto uh, a tournament squad uh, until the 2022 World Cup, uh, where he was finally selected, uh, but appeared only in game two against Japan there. He started that game, but was subbed out at 65, uh, 65 minutes in, and he was not called up for the uh, CONCACAF Nations League games in March. So a little difficult to know uh, where things are at with him, obviously he's had trouble um, uh, with just 14 caps since 2017, trouble getting into the squad, uh, Gerson Torres. We have him as a possible candidate, and uh, probably actually ahead of him is um, Johan Benegas. Uh, Johan Benegas has been with the team since 2014 and has 83 caps uh, and 11 goals. But uh, he's one of the one of the veterans like Celso Borgas, who uh, we think, you know, they're going to have to replace these guys. He's 34 years old now, and uh, he's on his second stint with uh, um, Alajuelense in Costa Rica. But he had he did play in uh, in America and Canada. Uh, during his career too. His first tournament was the 2015 uh, Gold Cup. So he missed that impressive performance in the 2014 World Cup. But uh, he's been selected for the squads fairly regularly since then. Uh, and in 2021, uh, he wasn't a starter, but he did appear in all four games, Johan Benegas. And uh, in the World Cup 2023, uh, World Cup 2022, um, he started game three against Germany, but was uh, subbed out uh, of that game and uh, last appeared for the national team in the World Cup. So, again, uh, a real veteran. And like Celso Borges, we're kind of wondering if uh, he's moving into retirement. So we have him as just a possible candidate here, Johan Venegas. 
we have one more candidate at the possible but unlikely level. And part of our doubt here is just that they've played so few games that we don't know where players stand after the World Cup. If they weren't called up for those two games in March, uh, we're left kind of wondering if they're still on the squad or not, especially the older players. Anyway, Alvaro Zamora has been with Costa Rica since 2022, and um, he has four caps and no goals, and uh, he is 21 years old. So um, he was called up for the World Cup in, in the World Cup squad in 2022, and he appeared in one game where he was subbed in. Uh, but again, uh, uh, also not called up for the March games, uh, the CONCACAF Nations League games. So these are the, you know, the kind of names we were expecting to uh, see more of um, as they fill in for the veterans who are going to be leaving the team. Uh, but but I find uh, as I was going through this, a lot of them haven't been used that much. So they may come into the team later, but they're not kind of being uh, fostered into the team the way uh, I thought they would be. So Alvaro Zamora, uh, perhaps a bit harsh, uh, possible but unlikely. Maybe he's a possible candidate, but not called up in March. So we uh, thought it was uh, at the unlikely level. Okay, we move on to uh, right midfielders, and we have Zuhanda uh, Zuniga uh, as a likely candidate here. Um, he's uh, also uh, quite new, but not all that young. Uh, he's been with Costa Rica since 2021, but he's 26 years old. Uh, and he, uh, ha he only has four caps uh, in that time. So very slowly working his way into the team. He plays for San Carlos in Costa Rica. Zuhanda Saniga uh, was a consideration actually for the um, 2019 Gold Cup, but he didn't make the final squad there or in 2021. And wasn't even a consideration actually for the World Cup squad because he hadn't... Uh, he hadn't, uh, he'd been off the squad, but he returned after a two-year absence in March 2023 and started both of their uh, CONCACAF Nations League games there. So uh, we bumped him up too lightly. Uh, only months ago, he seemed to be off the squad, and here he is. So, uh, yeah, we're seeing a bit of inconsistency in the selections by Costa Rica, even though their manager uh, is the same one. Uh, we have one more candidate here, uh, but he seems to be off the squad. It's Alan Guevara. So he has been with Costa Rica since 2011, but only has 15 caps in that time. So um, uh, he's 34 years old and he plays in Costa Rica. And uh, he's only been involved in one tournament. That was way back in the 2011 uh, Copa America, where they were invited to that tournament. And uh, he made a bit of a comeback after a nine-year absence uh, in June before the World Cup uh, and was a substitute uh, in one of their games, but then has, uh, has not really reappeared since. That was his last appearance for the squad. So Alan Guevara uh, seemingly off the squad. So really that leaves them with just the one uh, right midfielder, but of course uh, players from other positions can, uh, can fill in. Well, uh, on the left wing, we have a, a younger player who has made 
uh, good inroads into the squad, and that is Jewison Bennett. So Jewison Bennett uh, has been with Costa Rica since 2021 uh, and has 11 caps and two goals, but he's uh, still a teenager, just 18 years old. So these are the kind of young players that uh, they're looking for to replace the veterans moving out. And uh, Jewison Bennett plays for Sunderland in England, uh, where he moved in 2022 from Costa Rica. Uh, so he was uh, selected for the 2022 World Cup, uh, where he was a starter. He did lose his uh, starting position uh, after the first game there, but did uh, come in as a sub to the following two games. However... Uh, he is out with a, a sprain, and we're going to have to check on this in the in the second part of the podcast because it says uh, he's kind of uh, out for the season, um, and I don't know whether that extends to uh, uh, whether that extends to June because it, it it only says he has a sprain uh, with an unknown return date. And on another source I read, he was out for the season, but the season's over now. So uh, it is possible that he'll make the squad, uh, but we're going to actually put him in both the likely category. If he's fit, he's likely to make the team almost a definite, I would say. But uh, if not, he could show up as an injury for this tournament, which would be a bit of a loss for them. He's the only player coded as a left winger there, Jewison Bennett. Uh, and so we move on to right-wingers here. And uh, On the right wing, we did expect um, Costa Rica to bring in a bunch of young players. Uh, they didn't bring in as many as we thought, but this is one of them, uh, Josemar Al Alcosa, who we consider a likely candidate. Even though he got his first cap in 2023 and has just two caps, uh, those were both earned in the March games where he was a starter uh, for both of those CONCACAF Nations League games. And he also is uh, 20, oh, sorry, he also is a teenager. He is 18 years old, just like Dewis and Bennett. So these are the young players they need. And um, we think he will be a likely candidate for this Gold Cup. Uh, also, uh, a possible candidate is Anthony Hernandez. Anthony Hernandez has been with the team since uh, 2022 and has three caps and one goal. And he's a young player also, uh, 21 years old, uh, and plays also in Costa Rica for one of the, uh, not one of the biggest club, but Punta uh, uh, uh in Costa Rica. But I'm sure he'll move to a bigger club. Uh, he was selected for the World Cup in 2022. He was uh, on the bench the whole time, though. Um, but the reason we have him as possible is uh, on the positive side, he's one of the younger players coming in. But on the negative side, he wasn't selected for those March games, uh, CONCACAF Nations League games. So uh, we're not really sure um, uh uh, why Why actually, I'm not really sure why some of these younger players aren't being uh, given experience, but there we have it. Uh, also, as a possible candidate, we have Alonso Martinez. So he's also fairly new since 2021, and uh, he has 14 caps in that time, so making good inroads, uh, making good inroads there. He's 24 years old, and he plays for Lommel in Belgium. That's a pretty small 
Belgian club and actually was loaned back to his club in Costa Rica, Alajuelense, uh, from Lommel. Oh, in 2021. So I guess he's uh, playing for Lommel uh, now. Uh, he was selected for the 2021 Gold Cup. He was a sub in games one and two and then gained a starting position. However, he was not selected for the World Cup 2022 squad. And uh, in fact, uh, he was off the team for 12 months uh, when he returned in March 2023 to play um, those Nations League games. He was a starter in one and a substitute in the other. So we have him as a possible candidate, very up and down uh, in his career with Costa Rica as to whether he's kind of in or out. So we can only put him at the possible level. And finally, we have one candidate who seems to be off the squad, and that is Carlos Mora. And he's new to the team too since 2022 with three caps. And um, uh, he plays for uh, he plays in Costa Rica and is 22 years old. So again, uh, one of those younger players who we thought might be filling up the vacancies left by veterans who aren't leaving as quickly as we thought they would. Uh, but last appeared for the national team in September 2022, not that long ago, but he missed that whole period with the build-up to the World Cup and the World Cup games and also the CONCACAF games uh, this March. So Carlos Mora seemingly off the squad. Okay, now we move on to the forward line and we begin with attacking midfielders and uh, two candidates that we think are likely. The first of them, uh, Brandon Aguiera. So Brandon Aguiera is one of those young players that we were expecting to come in. Been with Costa Rica since 2022 and uh, has a, a eight caps for them uh, already and is just 19 years old. And he's with Nottingham Forest in England uh, since 2022. I won't rant on about them uh, too much, but they did kind of overbuy. So he's one of the many players that they bought but then couldn't work into the squad. So they loaned him out to Estoril in Portugal uh, uh, in 2023. So we'll see uh, what becomes of him there. Uh, he was selected for the 2022 Gold Cup and he was uh, just a sub, subbed into a couple of games there and started game three against Germany. So really working his way into the squad. However, he didn't start either of their games in March, uh, the CONCACAF Nations League games, but he was called up. He subbed into one of them and was on the bench for the other. So uh, Costa Rica continued to confuse me uh, in their selections. The next one is uh, uh, another likely candidate in Aaron Suarez. Uh, so Aaron Suarez is uh, been with has been with Costa Rica since uh, 2021 and has six caps and one goal does the 20 year old who plays for uh, Alajuelense in Costa Rica. And uh, he was a consideration. Uh, was he a consideration? Well, he did play uh, some games before the World Cup, but he wasn't selected for the final squad, um, even though he scored a goal in the, in the uh, uh, CONCACAF Nations League in 2022, a late equaliser. Oh, no, that was actually in, uh, in, 20, in the recent games in 2022. Two, he returned uh, 2023. He returned after a six-month absence uh, from the squad, so missing that whole World Cup period, 
Um, and he started one of their games. He started the game against Martinique and scored a, a late equaliser, and they went on to win that game. And he was subbed in for the other one. So uh, I'm sure that bought him a bit of a credibility on the squad. That's not the reason we have him as a likely candidate. Um, yeah, perhaps it is. Uh, anyway, called up for those uh, for those games in March, and uh, maybe we have him as likely more because uh, uh, they need to replace players like our next candidate, uh, Brian Ruiz. Uh, now, we think uh, some of the veterans will be retiring, like uh, Celso Borges and, and a couple of others. Uh, but this one really has retired, uh, Brian Ruiz, uh, after a long career from 2005 to 2022, 147 caps and, and uh, 29 goals. Uh, and finally hanging up his boots, not only, sorry, at the international level at 37 years old, but also at the club level, um, uh, he was with uh, uh, Santos in Brazil for a couple of years and for the last two years of his career uh, came back to his youth club, uh, Alajuelens in Costa Rica. Uh, we definitely saw him slowing down in his last couple of years. And actually, um, the 2021 Gold Cup, he started game one, but he was subbed out and then lost his starting position. And in the 2022 World Cup, he was just a substitute, uh, only subbing in for one game. So, uh, yeah, we did uh, we did think he was slowing down. And he announced his retirement after the World Cup. So farewell to uh, Brian Ruiz. And uh, uh, that, that one is a good example of the general trend we were expecting to see of players like Ruiz retiring and players like Aguiera and Suarez uh, coming in, but it didn't go quite, it was a lot slower than we expected and is still kind of uh, stuttering along with some of the younger players not coming in as much as we thought they would. Okay, I keep repeating that, sorry. Uh, okay, we have no players coded as secondary strikers. Uh, and we do have a player coded as a forward, Joel Campbell, uh, and he's a definite candidate. Uh, but the fact is, uh, we believe Costa Rica would like to use him as a right winger, uh, kind of a play creator and stuff. But the fact that I'm only going to talk about um, two really realistic candidates for forwards here really tells the story that they've been forced to use him as a forward because they don't have uh, they don't have um, uh, many forwards to choose from. It's kind of been an ongoing problem. So he has been playing as a forward. Um, and he's been with uh, Costa Rica since 2011 with 124 caps and uh, 25 goals. And uh, not as old as all that, actually, just uh, 30 years old. So probably got a few years left in him. But wow, what a veteran. Uh, he was with Leon in Mexico. Uh until, uh, well, actually he still is, but he's slated to move to uh, uh, Alajuelense uh, in Costa Rica in July of this year. So uh, kind of coming back home to his youth club also. And he has been on Gold Cup squads or on the, sorry, tournament squad since the 2011 Gold Cup where he subbed in uh, uh, 
hard to believe Joel Campbell just as a substitute, but uh, subbed into that tournament and basically been a starter um, in tournaments uh, since then, unless he's been injured. He has been injured for uh, a couple of tournaments like the 2018 World Cup where uh, they could only use him as a sub. But in the 2021 Gold Cup and 2022 World Cup, uh, he was a, a starter. Um, and he was also a starter in both of their games in the March CONCACAF Nations League games. So uh, obviously still on the squad and a definite candidate for them. Uh, also a definite candidate is Anthony Contreras. And he's been with the team since 2021. I think he's getting a lot of game time, largely because of their lack of forwards. He has four, 14 caps and uh, three goals. And he is uh, 23 years old. And he is uh, based in Costa Rica with Herediano uh, in Costa Rica. Uh, he was uh, His first tournament was the 2022 uh, World Cup, where he started and finished games one and two there but he wasn't a starter in game three and um uh he was actually the one who scored i, I mentioned uh the player who had scored the tying goal uh, against martinique at 88 minutes he scored the winning goal uh, a minute into injury time to complete that comeback uh, victory there in march uh, so he started one of those two games and was subbed in for the other. And again, uh, partly because of the lack of forwards there, uh, we consider him a definite candidate. He's really all they got um, because they, as I said, would like to use um, Campbell as more of a, a winger. Okay, we have a couple of possible but unlikely candidates, but given the lack of forwards, uh, I'm tempted to to uh, bump them up. But uh, Jose Pablo Cordoba, uh, doesn't have any uh, uh, caps for the national team. Uh, and he plays uh, in, in Costa Rica. Uh, he's 24 years old. And uh, he appeared on the bench in the March 2023 games. Um, uh, just for the last game there. So uh, we consider him unlikely at this point. But as I said, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, if they just call him just due to the lack of forwards. Uh, at the same level, uh, possible but unlikely, is Warren Madrigal. So maybe they're, they're kind of uh, bringing in these guys uh, finally to, um, to uh, bolster up the squad uh, with young players. But Warren Madrigal has no caps either, and he is just uh, 18 years old. Uh, but he did appear on the bench uh, for one of their two CONCACAF Nations League games, although he wasn't selected for the other one. So maybe a name for the future there. And now we have two players who seem to be off the squad uh, in Jose Guillermo Ortiz. So he's been with Costa Rica since 2017 and has 22 caps and three goals and is 29 years old. Uh and he was on the squad, uh, his real, had trouble getting into the squad ever since 2015 where he wasn't, uh, uh, where he was in and, about, in and about the team, I think uh, on the bench. Uh, 
um, but still hadn't earned a cap in 2015 and wasn't called up for uh, any of the squads, uh, although he was sometimes called up to the preliminary squad and didn't make the final cut until the 2021 Gold Cup. Uh, where he not only made the squad but was a starter in game one but then he was subbed out at 70 and lost his starting position uh, and he wasn't selected uh, for the uh, 2022 World Cup although he had participated in quite a few matches in the in the build-up to that a cruciate ligament injury may have played a role I don't know why I'm talking about him so much but I was uh, a bit surprised though that he he wasn't called up for the uh, World Cup, and uh, he last appeared for the team in March 2022, so he wasn't called up for the recent games either, and so we have to consider him seemingly off the squad. But again, I wouldn't be surprised uh, to see him suddenly come back. And finally, we have Manfred Ugalde. So Lam Manfred Ugalde uh, also plays for Lommel, in Belgium, but he has been loaned to 20 in the Netherlands. And he was the 2019 CONCACAF, uh, CONCACAF League best young player uh, in 2019, but he only has two caps for Costa Rica and um, he is uh, 21 years old. Oops. 21 years old and plays, uh, as I said, for Lommel in Belgium. But he last appeared for the team in September 2021. So, yeah, these were the kind of players we thought that they would be bringing into the squad. And in many cases, they're not doing it uh, to the degree that we thought. Anyway, that brings us to the end of the first part of going through the candidates. So a month from now, uh, which will be seconds for you guys, a month from now, I'm going to come back when we know the final squads and go through these names again and say which ones made it. It's June and welcome back to those of you who uh, watched part one and welcome uh, anew to those who are just watching the short video. So uh, for those people, I'll give an explanation of what we did in part one, which was we gathered a list of uh, candidates for Costa Rica based mostly on um, recent perform uh, recent um, participation and uh, a bit on their historical participation too and we compiled that list into um uh, we organized it into positions and then we organized those positions into who is likely to play and who is not likely to play you'll see that list uh, because we're going to go through it again here so uh, uh, just one note for costa rica uh, we've been talking about their need for renewal for a long time and they seem to have done a bit of that albeit quite suddenly uh, seven players uh, on the 23-man roster here that we didn't predict so three of them were in our files and four of them were not uh, brand new uh, just coming onto our radar so we'll show you those uh, as we go through uh, let's begin with uh, the manager I guess uh, we can say that he successfully made the squad not uh, fired like the Mexican manager uh, was. So uh, Luis Fernando Suarez leading Costa Rica through the cup. And uh, we move on to goalkeepers and we begin with a surprise. Uh, our likely candidate, Patrick Siqueira, uh, not selected. Um, we don't have an injury note on him or anything. Uh, just selected for the preliminary squad, but not for the final squad. 
uh, Costa Rica do have a lot of goalkeepers to choose from, but uh, that is still a surprise. The other definite candidate is uh, Kevin Chamorro, and he was selected for the final squad. And um, we have two possible candidates. One is Esteban Alvarado, and the other is Alexander Lescano. So Alexander Esteban, uh, sorry, um, uh, Esteban Alvarado not even making it to the preliminary squad, uh, even though we considered him a possible candidate. And uh, Alexander Lescano um, not only making it to the preliminary squad, but the final squad. So he is our second goalkeeper, Alexander Lescano. Um, we had two possible but unlikely uh, candidates, and uh, people just looking at the short version may wonder, like, good Lord, Kaylor Navas uh, as a uh, possible but unlikely. Uh, but that's the kind of thing we talked about in the first part. We kind of justified why we were uh, categorizing them the way they did. In the case of Kaylor Navas, he never plays a Gold Cup, so we didn't really uh, expect him. And uh, the fact is, he actually uh, uh, was um, more considered than we thought he was. Um, he made it to the preliminary squad. And then I saw a 24-man uh, squad with his name on it. So it looks like he was the last man cut. Of course, they would like to use him. Uh, but we figured between him not, uh, not attending Gold Cups in general and having played the World Cup in 2022 there, uh, we uh, uh, are surprised that he was even considered as much as he was. But he is not on the final squad, um, and that matched our expectations. Uh, and Lionel Moreira, Lionel Moreira did not even make the preliminary squad. So despite having all of those goalkeepers, the third goalkeeper is a new candidate. So it is um, Joseph Delgado. Uh, Joseph Delgado coming in as a new keeper. He uh, appeared on the bench in their last two warm-up games uh, immediately before the tournament. That was his first appearance uh, for Costa Rica, and he plays for Perez Zeladon in Costa Rica. So, uh, Joseph Delgado probably on the bench here too, but um, interesting selections among goalkeepers there. For defenders, uh, we do uh, start with a veteran, and he was our definite candidate, Francisco Calvo. So he was selected, as was Kendall Waston. So there's a fearsome central defense for you. And um, we also had likely candidates, uh, Oscar Duarte. So we're going to talk about him later. He just made the preliminary squad here but actually uh, listed as injured. We'll get to that in the summary section at the end uh, when we talk about uh, injuries. Uh, the other likely candidate was Juan Pablo Vargas, and he did make the final squad. And uh, we had a possible but unlikely ca candidate in Gerald Taylor, and he just made the preliminary squad there. And here too, we have a new candidate. So uh, rolling in the changes is Costa Rica. Uh, Pablo Arboin is uh, the new the uh, new candidate. And um, he uh, earned his first cap in February 2019, quite a while ago. And he appeared on the bench two or three times since then. Uh, but uh, most recently in 2021, 
And then after a more than two year absence, he returned in June 23, uh, 2023 uh, to start and finish both of their warm up games prior to the cup. So suddenly and violently coming in, uh, Pablo Arboin as a central defender. Wow. Okay, uh, and I do see we had um, Oscar Duarte as a bit of an injury concern uh, in the May podcast, so um, uh, uh, that turned out to be the case. Uh, Brian Ovedo was our likely candidate at left back. However, he only made the preliminary squad, uh, and so did uh, possible candidates Ronald Mariata, uh, sorry, Ronald Matarita, and Ian Lawrence, uh, all three of those just on the preliminary squad, but not making the final squad. And we don't have a new candidate for left back, so I suppose the plan is for one of the right backs coming up to uh, play out of position. Those right backs are Ricardo Fuller, who we had as a likely candidate, and Carlos Martinez as a possible candidate, uh, both of them making the final squad. So, yeah, uh, interesting decisions here by Costa Rica. I don't know why they wouldn't uh, bring a left back. I'm dying to see who's going to be there. Um, for midfield, we have defensive midfielders. And uh, Daniel Chacon, who I thought was actually one of the new generation, he was going to make his way into the team. He was looking uh, pretty good, I think, in the... Uh, it was the media cast we did uh, in the final round of the World Cup where... He seemed to be coming in. Anyway, he's not. He only made the preliminary squad. And even prior to this, uh, wasn't playing that much, such that we uh, had him only as a uh, possible candidate. Same with uh, Douglas Lopez and Houston Salas. Uh, same as in they too were possible candidates. And they too only made the preliminary squad. Uh, and then we had one possible but unlikely uh, or... Uh, candidate Orlando Gallo as you see on the uh, if you're looking at the um, video on the YouTube I have maybe move up so I think uh, during the uh, May uh, during part one I was maybe thinking that um, uh, I had rated him too lowly but apparently I hadn't because he didn't even make the preliminary squad so um, possible but unlikely seems to have been the right uh, rating for him. Here too we have a new candidate uh, or a new uh, player who has made the squad. It's Ricardo Pena and uh, Ricardo Pena uh, started um, the last of their two warm-up games just before the tournament and he was subbed out at halftime in that game and he plays for a football consultant, a football consultants in Costa Rica. It's an odd name. Uh, he was loaned out to Real Betis' under-19 team, and he is uh, uh, 19 years old. So uh, Ricardo Pena, Pena a, new, uh, a new defensive midfielder. Okay, central midfielders, uh, Yeltsin Tejada we had as a definite candidate. And uh, how wrong we were, he only made the uh, preliminary squad. So leaving a couple of veterans off the squad is Costa Rica. And um, we had likely candidate Fabrizio Ramez, and he only made the preliminary squad. 
So we're not doing that well, are we, in our predictions? Uh, and we had possible candidate Celso Borges. I, I was thinking he may have uh, uh, retired from the team because he hadn't appeared since the World Cup. But nope, he is here uh, on the Gold Cup squad. So the veteran uh, of uh, 158 caps looks like he'll get a few more here. Uh, and the other possible candidate was Rowan Wilson, and he uh, made the squad as well. So we were way off in our predictions all over the place among the central midfielder. Uh, and there is a new candidate. Well, I won't say new because uh, he had been on our radar for a while. We thought he had basically dropped out of the picture. And that's uh, Wilmer Azofaifa, or Azofaifa. We'll call him new. Uh, but really, no, I'm not going to call him new. I'm going to say uh, seem to be off the squad because that's uh, accurate. Um, he returned after an almost five-year absence uh, in June to start one of their two remaining warm-up games prior to the Cup. Uh, so starting one and subbing in at halftime for the other, uh, coming roaring back into the team is Wilmar Azofeifa. Uh, okay, left midfielders. We had uh, Gerson Torres as a possible candidate. He only made the preliminary squad. And Johan Vegas, not even that much. Uh, he was a possible candidate but didn't even make the preliminary squad. Uh, possible but unlikely candidate Alvaro Zamora. Alvaro Zamora made the preliminary squad, but not the final squad. And here, too, we have another candidate who was uh, uh, on our radar, uh, but we considered him to have been out of the picture. Uh, that is uh, Jerry Valverde. So um, he, he uh, actually appeared twice in early 2022. So we probably should have had him in part one. Um, because he did play in 2022, but he was off the squad after February. Uh, and uh, so he returned after a 16 month absence for the warm up games. Um, and he started one of them and subbed in for another. So uh, Jeffrey Valverde, uh, 28 years old, just two caps for Costa Rica, those two in 2022. Uh, back in the picture, he plays for Saprisa in Costa Rica. Um, there. Okay, so interesting. Uh, right midfielders, we had likely candidate Suhander Zuniga. Suhander Zuniga has made the squad. Uh, however, uh, Alan Guevara, uh, we thought would seem to be off the squad, and that is the case as he was not selected even for the preliminary squad. Uh, left winger, we had a likely candidate in Jewis and Bennett, but we did know about a um, injury concern with him. And so he was not selected even for the uh, preliminary squad. Uh, he was out of action since late March with a sprain, uh, a pretty severe sprain, it seems, uh, Jewis and Bennett. And we'll review that in the summary section with injuries. So uh, Jewish and Bennett, a bit of a loss to them because he is one of the uh, new generation, I would say. Uh, we move over to right-wingers because uh, Jewish and, and, uh, and Bennett was the only uh, player coded as a left-winger. 
Uh, meanwhile, we have four as right-winger, and we begin with uh, Josema Alcoser. So Josema Alcosa uh, was a likely candidate, and he was selected for the squad. And we had two possible candidates, Anthony Hernandez, uh, is the first of them, and he only made the preliminary squad. And the other one, Alonso Martinez, didn't even make the preliminary squad. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we're looking kind of ridiculous in our predictions, but it's really a surprising squad. Uh, the one we had as seemingly off the squad, Carlos Mora, uh, was selected for the final squad, wouldn't you know it? So uh, definitely... Um, uh, going for youth here, because uh, Carlos Zamora is uh, 22 years old, so um, that long called for rebuilding of the squad uh, really happening here. Uh, for forwards, we had um, uh, Brandon Aguiera, and this young player uh, was a likely candidate, uh, given his participation prior to the Cup, but he only made the preliminary squad, which, uh, which surprises me. Uh, meanwhile, the other likely candidate, Aaron Suarez, uh, did make the final squad. Uh, Brian Ruiz is out of the picture. He's retired now. Uh, and we have two new candidates here as attacking midfielder. The first is Diego Campos. Uh, oh, actually, these are not new. These were on our radar, so we had considered them uh, so far off the squad that we didn't, uh, we didn't mention them in part one. Basically, we we didn't consider players who, who had not played in 2022. That's our kind of guiding rule. Uh, anyway, uh, Diego Campos is back. He, um, oh no, he is brand new to the squad, actually. Uh, I was confused, though, because he is 28 years old, uh, and he got his uh, uh, first caps, uh, oh, oh, uh, got his first cap by subbing into one of the last two warm-up games and he was on the bench for the other. So uh, Diego Campos plays in Sweden uh, for Durgafors and he was with the club in Norway and with Chicago Fire uh, in the USA until 2020. So um, uh, no, he is a new candidate there. Uh, and Christopher Nunez is one who we considered uh, too far off the squad to mention uh, in the first uh, part of the podcast. So, uh, um, sorry, his name is uh, Christoph Nunez, and he returned after a more than two-year absence in June uh, to start one of their two uh, warm-up games prior to the Cup, and he subbed in at halftime for the other. So making a comeback is uh, Christopher Nunez, and he plays for Lamia in Greece, a small club in Greece. Uh, all right, and finally we have the forwards. Uh, well, Joel Campbell is uh, here. And so, yes, I was kind of trying to see whether I would label this as a B team or not, because there are a few big names gone, but I wouldn't say so. Uh, there are some big names here, and Joel Campbell, probably the biggest uh, of all. So um, he will be accompanied by Anthony Contreras, uh, the other player that we had as a definite candidate. And um, uh, down to the possible but unlikely category, we have Warren Madrigal, who uh, was selected for the final squad. Uh, however, Jose Pablo Cordoba 
uh, was not selected even for the preliminary squad. And finally, our two uh, players who seem to be off the squad, Jose Guillermo Ortez and Manfred Ugalde, uh, do seem to be off the squad as they were not selected even for the preliminary squad. Okay, well, we've introduced the new players as we went through, but we will summarize that uh, in the section. We'll do that after we summarize the notable non-selections. So uh, notably absent is uh, goalkeeper Patrick Sequeira, who we had as a likely candidate, and also Kaylor Navas, where uh, we didn't really know where to put him, uh, actually, because, uh, of course, they'd love to have him. Anyway, once again, he uh, is not attending a Gold Cup, even though he seemed closer this time than usual. Um, uh, the next one is Brian Ovedo. We had him as a likely candidate, the left back, and that leaves them with no left back. So not sure what they're going to do about that. Uh, we have central midfielder Yelton Tejada, um, uh, who we had as a definite candidate, but uh, not selected. And um, we also had Fabrizio Ramirez, uh, even though he's quite new to the team. Um we had him as a likely candidate. I, I think we maybe uh, overrated him there, though. He had just played the two games in March. Uh, but Brandon Aguiera, I think, was a valid uh, pick as a likely candidate, and I'm a bit surprised he didn't make it. So uh, we might turn this a partial B team. I think even that would be going too far, though. There may be reasons uh, why these players... Usually it's if top players are rested... Uh, we view it as a B team. Anyway, uh, surprise inclusions. Well, there are lots. Uh, we have uh, a few new candidates and a few that kind of came back in from the cold. So uh, the forward war, Madrigal, um, uh, uh, we considered an unlikely candidate. He was on our list, uh, but unlikely. Pablo Airboyne. Pablo Arboin um, was, had also been on our radar, but off the squad for a long time. Uh, Christopher Nunes, um, I'll just give the names because I talked about them above. Wilmer uh, Azofeifa and uh, Jeffrey Valverde. Uh, all of those are new. And uh, we also have Joseph Delgado and uh, Diego Campos and Ricardo Pena, those three uh, brand new to the squad, just called up in the warm-up games before the tournament. Uh, we have a few players also kind of uh, making a comeback in terms of they seem to be off the squad, uh, but were called up for the, um, but were called up for the uh, uh, preliminary squad. So I'll just mention them by name and... Um, uh, we didn't include them in the May podcast because we thought they were too far off the team. Uh, these would be Luis Diaz, Christian Gamboa, uh, David Guzman, uh, Randall Leal, and uh, Jimmy Marin. Uh, most of these guys played their last game in 2021. Um, yes. 
Okay, and then uh, to continue with the theme of uh, renewal for Costa Rica, there are also uh, one, two, three, eight, seven, uh, seven players uh, beyond the ones that were selected for the squad, seven players selected for the preliminary squad that were new to us. They were not on our radar. I won't mention them by name because that uh, uh, they won't mean much. Uh, even probably to Costa Rican fans who know the team well, but uh, seven new players. So really making a push uh, for renewal now. Okay, so, um, oh, I should actually be putting these in uh, in uh, new players here. Okay, and finally, we finish with an update on injuries. So uh, we've mentioned them up above, but Oscar Duarte, uh, dropped due to injury, and I'll tell you a little bit more about that. He was out with a shoulder injury and uh, an unknown return date. Now, uh, the reason we weren't sure in May is because there was no report of it in his club record, and he, in fact, finished the season with them uh, playing his last game on May 27th. So I would go as far as to say we were wrong in our May podcast uh, uh, in in thinking he was injured because he did play after that. Uh, he didn't play the very last game, but he was listed as rested for that one rather than injured. So now it's coded as a shoulder injury with an unknown return date. And, uh, and there we have it. Uh, and then the other player dropped due to injury is Jewison and Bennett. They knew that far enough in advance that they didn't put him on the preliminary squad. So he was out of action since um, late March uh, and until the end of the season uh, with a sprain, which doesn't sound too serious, but given how long he's been out, uh, it must be. And he has an unknown return date. And then we have one player who was injured but was never a strong candidate anyway. And that's uh, Houston Salas, who, who we had as a possible candidate. And he's out with an, uh, a muscle injury and an unknown return date. Okay, well, that brings us to the end. And we hope that that uh, deepens your appreciation of Costa Rica and will help you enjoy watching them more. Bye-bye for now.